welcome to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. Nolani Stevenson. Reagan Starkweather. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And we are back. Welcome to episode 59, everyone. Uh, <laughs> nice. We are... Wow, just 10 more. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um, in the Lunluma Ocean. So. We sure are. Let me do a quick recap and then we will dive right in. Last session, uh, the boys recovered from an attack by a gigantic uh, psychic jellyfish, which pretty much as soon as they appeared in the aberrant sea, attempted to draw them in with its tentacles and then eat them. Uh, They managed to slay the giant jellyfish and escape. Slay. With knowing that they were on, that they are on a bit of a time crunch, considering that the high priestess is somewhere out here doing something nefarious that will supposedly, if she gets her way, uh, end with the capture or power draining. It's a little bit unclear, but doing somewhere out here doing something nefarious to the lurker in the deep. Um, The party wasted no time in making their way in the general direction of the lurker's domain, which the fish were able to point out to them. Uh, They encountered several strange sights along the way, um, which seemed to be pretty par for course for the aberrant sea. Um, However, the last strange sight that they encountered was a young merman uh, asking for their help as his brother had been captured by a giant scary fish. Uh, The party entered a rock formation uh, to find Find that a creature known as an aboleth, uh, who seems to have very little respect for the lurker in the deep and even less respect for Finn, um, oh. has been luring in and charming merfolk. Um, the party was able to break the aboleth's control over the three merfolk in the cave and get them out of the cave, uh, which is where we are now. You guys are like... I don't know, 150, 200 feet from this rock formation that the Abolith seems to dwell inside. Uh, You have ignored his taunts um, and focused on getting yourselves and the victims out of there. Um, You are now kind of regrouping. Um, All of the mer people are, you know, making sure that they're okay. Um, AJ, the one who originally called you guys over, is acting normal, although you can still see that sort of slightly slimy sheen in his eyes, indicating that the Aboleth's charm over him is not entirely broken, although for whatever reason, he's not acting as vicious and possessed as the others did. Hmm. Nerdcrab, pinch him! Mm, he can't screech, he's a crab. <laughs> oh my god, how'd you do that? Finn, something's gone wrong. Your crab just blinks at you. <laughs> no sign of how he did that. Um, Nurcrab comes over and, and pinches AJ for, I guess, one damage, which I think is what a crab can do. Um, I will make a wisdom saving throw for him. Uh, Malachi, uh, is he benefiting from your aura? Are you standing close enough? Uh... Yes, of course he is. <laughs> okay. Um, Malachi, you see Nurcrab go scuttling over there and you quickly move close enough that um, he's included in your aura. And you see Nurcrab pinches him and AJ goes, ow! And then he's like, oh. Wow, he almost oh. sounded like Nurgul for a second there. Um, and he kind of like blinks and looks around and is like, oh. Oh. Uh, Does he look slimy? Galen, you're okay. 
Yeah. Um, and he, you guys see his eyes sort of like clear up and he has the same like briefly disoriented look. Um, Gallon sort of like claps him on the shoulders and is like, okay. <sighs> sort of like looking around, making sure that there's no more danger. And then kind of like looks to you guys and is like, thank you. Also, who are you? I'm Finn Fisher. Hi. Nice to meet you. You're welcome. <laughs> we do clean up. Maybe you heard of me, Finn Fisher, Scion of the Lurker. Mm, should I have heard of you? Mm. <sighs> I mean, I would prefer it. You will eventually. Yeah. Um. So, does this thing come out of there? Should we put up like safety cones or something? <laughs> um, <laughs> the like broad-shouldered merman, um, who was the last one that you guys broke out of the charm, kind of comes over, um, and like holds. Should we roll the stone in front of the tomb? Holds out his hand to like shake you guys' hands, and is okay. like, "Thank you so much for your assistance. I don't even want to think about what ha- would have happened if you and your friends hadn't happened by." Of course. What's, yes. What's his name? M- my name is Day. Uh, this is my wife, Ara. Night. Oh. <laughs> I I'm Day. This is Ara. Uh, we were, we are, uh, hunters from the city, Neftis. Um, we were patrolling in this area, you know, doing our usual routines when that thing surprised us. Uh, I don't suppose you know what day it is. Your day, right? No, 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 no. You just said. <laughs> what, what, like, d-, d And you're like a merman, I'm, I think. I'm day, D-A-E. Oh, day, awful. I'm talking about day, D-A-Y. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. You should consider a Y. I'll t- take it under advisement. <laughs> uh, it's Hannah. Hannah, what are the days of the week in this world? Yeah, probably they're normal days of the week. Um, <laughs> wow. What day is it? Except for they're all shifted one backwards. So Monday is Tuesday and, you know, and so on and so forth. Like, do we have months? Do we, what, is, what does a date look like? Yeah, you know, this simple question has brought up all kinds of <laughs> world building things that I don't want to answer. I tell, I tell day what day it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to the best of my knowledge. He frowns and is like, hmm, we were in there longer than I thought. How long? It seems like it's been a couple of weeks. Wow. Uh, unless, or I suppose it could have only been one week and I was mistaken about the time the other way. Hmm. The, the memories are a little bit murky. But uh, in, in any case, um, to your, your question, uh, pointing at you, Malachi, he's like, we'll report this to the city um, and they'll send a force out to deal with that creature or chase it away. Is that a good idea? What? Will it be strong enough to take care of it or will it just be providing more fodder? Oh, once we uh, properly convey the magnitude of the threat Neftis is used to, the city wouldn't have lasted very long down here if we weren't okay. used to defending ourselves against threats. I'd love to help with that, you know? I think uh, I need to teach that Abolith a lesson or two. Certainly, certainly. Uh, in that case, why don't you accompany us? Uh, well, well, which direction is your city? Because we are on an errand. If it's on the way, then totally. Day um, points in a direction that is like, basically, you guys are going like, well, you have Reagan's tattoo. I was going to say you, you're probably pretty disoriented down here. But with Reagan's tattoo, you've been relatively sure that you were tracking generally northeast. Um, mm. He points kind of directly north. Okay. So it's not, it's like a little bit off at an angle, but still, it doesn't take you in the opposite direction or anything like that from where you're trying to go. And he just sort of like starts to swim in that direction, not really waiting for you guys. Uh. Oh. 
Okay, let's, let's go, I guess. And you see all of them clearly, like, know each other or at least are familiar with each other um, in the way that you are sometimes when you live in the same town as someone. Classic small towns under the sea. And they're sort of talking amongst themselves. They actually default to these guys probably all speak Aquan. So it's the, you know, uh, undersea and those of you who speak primordial are sort of picking up on bits of it. All of us. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. All of you. I do just want to go on record by saying that I've got a bad feeling about this. All right. Uh, about Neftis specifically? When do you not? I have been known to have good feelings about things in the past. I just... Name one. Uh, <laughs> then that's... that's Alden. Ah, that was too easy. <laughs> Is there something... Gersh. That's two. I made. I set the bar too low. Hmm. Okay. Listen, I didn't ask about that. I don't want to hear about that. Is it the town or the people that you're having the bad feeling about? Yes. Mm. Also, I feel like we're being like tempted off our path, the path of our quest, the quest of our urgent errand. Well, but we're still going in pretty much the same direction. And Ajay said that there's people who know the lurker there. They could probably give us some specific directions. Well, they're not charmed anymore, so... If they do anything bad, it's of their own volition, I guess. Oh, no, I just, well, I just wanted to go on record by saying that I had a bad feeling about this. All right. I'm either going to be right. right or pleasantly surprised. Nurkrab, add it to the record. Thank you, Nurkrab. Nurkrab pulls out a little piece of paper and <laughs> jots His down. steno pad. <laughs> Reagan's bad feelings. Thank goodness we waterproofed your notepad. He's holding a little <laughs> pen in his giant crab claw. The big one that he uses for fighting. <laughs> uh, cool. You guys swim off after the merfolk. Um, the waters in this part of the sea seem perhaps a little bit more peaceful than what you guys have been coming through. Because even when you weren't dealing with, um, you know, clouds of slime or giant crabs and whatever else you've run into, you have still been dealing with, um, like, currents that go in strange directions and, like, pools of brine that are sort of nestled at the bottom of the ocean here and all those sorts of things. But here it seems to be mostly just kind of uh, sand and some bits of coral. Um, you swim along, the people stay pretty close to the bottom of the sea, similar to what you guys have been doing, just sort of like swimming a few feet above the ocean floor. Um, it takes probably about, like, about an hour of swimming before you see ahead of you um, kind of emerging out of the inky blackness. I guess d before I skip us forward, does anybody want to do any talking during this kind of downtime hour? Yeah. I don't know about talking, but, like, is everyone still hurt? Yes. <laughs> um, Spiritually, massively. <laughs> um, you see that, like, Ara has some, like, essentially like the equivalent of like a field first aid kit with her um, okay. as clearly they're like equipped to and they'll explain this to you too if you ask like go out in little groups to go hunting for you know fish in the area and then bring them back to the city sorry what what was that <clears throat> hunting for fish <laughs> is that a uh, problem uh huh well well, you're not human, so I guess I... Uh, ooh. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. You know fish eat other fish, Finn. 
Well, I know, but it's still, I mean. (laughs) All of them sort of exchange a confused glance. Like, I guess maybe this is just a circle of life thing. That tends to be how food works. I feel like once you introduce using tools into it, it really makes it feel worse. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like if they caught them with their bare hands, I'd be like, okay, I guess. You eat land animals. Do you catch them with your bare hands? No, but I don't value land animals like I value fish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but what is a what is a? I'll kill a cow right now. I don't care. What is a fish to a creature of the sea, but a creature of the land to a land animal? Right. They they are their land animals. Right. Exactly. No, I think I think it's fine. I think All it's right. fine. I will let you guys know if I change my stance. But right now, I'm going to say that is okay. All right. Thank you for reaffirming <laughs> that boundary with us, and uh, absolutely, we will continue to uh, adjust our behavior depending on your comfort level. Yeah, we won't eat any fish. Thank you. Um, uh, you were saying? Uh, so she has like a little uh, like first aid kit with her, essentially, that she uses to like patch up the the worst of their kind of wounds. But other than that, the group's attitude is clearly just let's get back to the city so we can get proper medical treatment. Okay. Uh, so in the city, you guys, uh, AJ, you said that there's people who use the magic of the lurker there? Yeah, for sure. There's a whole temple and everything. Oh my god. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you think they could tell us where exactly to find him? Um, that's sort of our big thing that we're doing right now. He kind of pauses and scratches his head a little bit and he's like, "Yeah, probably. I mean, if anybody would know it would be, you know, the priests there." Um, the lurker from what I remember hearing is kind of secretive and kind of um you know, he like he dwells in the darkness rather than directly interacting with people or whatever. Yeah, and he never responds to letters that often. Mm. Sure, yeah, that sounds like part of it too. Um, but the priests would probably know, I would think. Perfect. Cool. Um, so after about an hour, uh, emerging out of the inky blackness in front of you, you start seeing lights. Um, And the lights, these kind of cool blue, green, white lights illuminate what looks like a massive coral reef type structure rising out of, or not really rising, but like looming out of the sea towards you. Um, This colorful city built out of coral and underwater plants. Um, You see fish and marine life like swimming around it. Um, But you also see uh, people, more specifically mermaids. You also see tritons, um, people who are clearly adapted to living underwater. Wow. This is a very vertical city. You could see that not all entrances to the city are on the sea floor. There's like one that is, but the others are up higher as the city has been built basically with like multiple stories or levels or tiers to it. Um, you also see as you get closer that there are like these massive coral gates that can be pulled shut over the entrances. Um, you also see like uh, big spikes of wood and rock that stick out clearly ready to ward off any predators. This is a city that is used to defending itself. 
This place rules. You see as well that there are like merman guards with spears kind of around the entrances and sort of patrolling back and forth. Um, as your party gets close, you see that you are definitely being watched with interest, um, but Day kind of raises his hand and indicates that all is well and the guards nod. Um, I wave. Yeah, and and the gates are already open as it's sort of the middle of the day, or I guess it's drawing kind of close to evening now, although mm -hmm. it's difficult to tell the time because you've been at the bottom of the ocean for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it is like early evening, so the gates are, are open as you guys are able to swim into the city um, where you see that there are uh, passages and streets. Um, there are like these glowing lanterns kind of everywhere with these, not flames, but, but like slowly pulsing with light. Um, there are, uh, you know, seaweed and aquatic plants in place of trees. Um, there are uh, streets that are built out of rock and coral, all of it like very integrated with each other. And again, it's it's these like multiple stories that you can swim up to. Um, you see signs all over the place written in Aquin kind of pointing out like the marketplace. Um, there's a directions to the palace. Um, there's directions to the temple district. And then there's directions to the like guardhouse, um, which is where Day immediately starts to head. Mm -hmm. And he sort of like turns to you guys and he's like, you're welcome to um, accompany us. We're going to report the incidents and our experiences to the town militia and make sure that they're aware of the threat. Um, I'm sure your input would be appreciated, um, but I don't want it to seem like we're like making you come to the police station with us if you don't no, want na to. Naturally, naturally. <laughs> okay, um, great. So long as we're not under arrest. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're not under arrest. I should hope not. <laughs> hey, Hannah, I have a, I have a world-building question. Yeah. So is this something that we'd be like, oh, yes, I have heard tell of these, you know, fabulous cities deep in the aberrant sea, or is this like a what the fuck, we thought it was all just like weird slime and <laughs> recycling products down here? Yeah, great question. There are definitely stories of underwater cities. Mm. It is a little bit like up for debate how much those stories can be relied on and how much they've been exaggerated. Like, it's like, you'll meet a salesman on Angel Isle who's like, these coral earrings come to you directly from the great underwater city. And it's kind of like, okay, but do they? Or are you just trying to upsell them to me? Um, yeah. I think probably you guys, other than maybe Finn, would not have expected something this big or like well populated. Like probably Malachi and Reagan would have both expected that mermaid dwellings were like smaller and less elaborate than this. At least out here in the aberrancy, yeah. At, yeah, at least this far out. Um, but this is a full city, like the size of Benswith probably in terms of, of population here and looks like a very, very much a sophisticated civilization. Hey, Malachi, like- Wow, I finally know what the city in that dream I had when I was seven is called. Oh. Neftis. <laughs> Mal, like politically speaking, if if this is like a full society in a city that's like the size of Benswith, there's a palace that we can assume has like a royal family and shit involved. And we're about to like, possibly wage war here and like do are we like obligated to report that to like their people 
To, sorry, to whom? Sorry, who are we waging war? Wait, wait, report to... The royal family of this place. Oh, that we're going to be waging war with Rosalia, I see. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I think, I mean... Like, we, is that like a thing? Is there paperwork that we're supposed to, like, complete? I was a, I was a soldier. I was not anyone who took care of any of that. <laughs> but, uh, I think it would be wise to let them know that there's danger, but not necessarily... Nothing paperwork involved. But yeah, I do I do agree. It would be a good idea to let them know about some vicious, horrible surface dwellers who might be making some trouble. But also, God, I hope not every place in the world is a monarchy. That would suck. The palace could just be like a theater or something. Mm-hmm. It's just a name. Hannah, does the palace look like a theater? I, I, for, I missed the palace. There was a sign. We're not there. Okay. Yeah, but honestly, honestly, it's probably the sort of thing where you can, like, see this sort of, uh, very much looks like a grand, does not look like a theater, Mm. looks like a a governmental, uh, underwater castle of some Mm. sort, all, you know, like, mother of pearl and white and all that, what you'd expect from an undersea palace. Cool. Nice. Wow. Why does that one teenage mermaid with the bright red hair look so sad? <laughs> Actually, uh, frankly, I think the reason why you can see the palace is that the guard, the guardhouse is pretty close to the palace. Um, so as you're approaching, um, that's what you can see is this gleaming white structure. Um, Day, however, leads all seven of you at this point um, into the guardhouse where there are like you know, racks of weapons on the wall and people coming and going, leaving for shifts and coming back on patrol. And Day, like, uh, speaks to the person behind the desk and, like, asks him to get the captain of the guard for him. And you can see, you you guys pretty quickly figure out, just by watching how he interacts with the space, that Day is, like, someone who's pretty respected. Yeah. As he, he just sort of shows up looking injured um because he i forget exactly what was done to snap him out of the charm but he has yeah i i don't remember if that's the one that i just like bonked or (laughs) that's the one that reagan or finn shot with magic i think it is no that's the one malachi bonked (laughs) yeah so he has like a lump rising on the side of his head (laughs) sorry bro um which he seems to hold hold no uh ill will about um but which is like very obviously he's been through some shit and also has been missing for a while um Mm. and so pretty immediately after arriving here, you see um, this like very like no nonsense looking Triton um, comes out of a back office and sort of sits all seven of you down to kind of take your statement. Essentially, um, they're they're very interested in who you guys are. The captain looks at you guys and holds out his hand to shake and is like, "My name's Zaw. Um, thank you for. I've been informed that you're allies. Um, who are you exactly?" Oh, I'm Finn Fisher. Nice to meet you. Finn Fisher, Finn Fisher, sign of the lurker. Hmm. Heir to the blood of the deep. None of this. Way. Okay, hmm. okay. Nice uh, to meet I, you. I'm a, I'm familiar with the lurker. I'm not familiar with a Finn Fisher, but okay. He, well, <laughs> it's his first time here, so. Well. You know, he's my dad. The rest of us, we're the uh, the cleaning crew. We're the cleaning crew. Uh, we are just taking a pilgrimage for him to see his. Finn, do you want to tell them you think he's your father? I just did ten seconds ago. Oh, I thought you just said Scion. 
I mean, that means, well, A, saying Scion does mean that I am his descendant. And then I said, he's my dad. Oh, I didn't mm. hear you at all. <laughs> uh, we're going to see his father. We have reason to believe that some shit's going to go down over there. So mm. what's surface dwellers with evil intentions? Hmm. He pulls out a like uh, a stone tablet, basically. They don't seem to have paper down here. Um, and it's like writing on God, it. This must take forever. There's like a like essentially what what is clearly a magical writing implement. Um, it looks mm. like just a stick, but he's there not are like carving out each individual letter. Yeah, he's not carving <laughs> out. There are letters that are like scribing themselves on the stone as he's writing. Um, the Aquan language also lends itself to like much shorter words yeah. that kind of like take up less space. Um, so he is like writing writing all of this down as you're speaking. Uh, what what surface dwellers, what are their intentions? Her name is Rosalia Starhouse. She's a high priestess of Lithios. You know Lithios? Yes, yes. I'm familiar with the high priestess of Lithios. I'm not familiar. Oh. I've never met her, but we keep tabs on what the surface is doing. And we don't know like exactly, but we're pretty sure she's coming here to attack the lurker. Ah. She's seeking power. Does she bear any ill will toward this city? Not that we know of. Not that we know of, but she does seem to have a sort of contempt for all who live beneath the waves. Mm. But as far as Lithios goes, anything that's not under its control is not in its favor, so. Yes, we've been keeping an eye on the uh, expansions of the... And the priestess herself certainly... uh, Seems to have a vision for how things should operate, and I would just assume that you are not operating within that. Hmm. This is troubling. Um, is she in the area now? We think so. We don't know exactly, but a god told us she was on her way. Hmm. We have no way of detecting her. I don't know what resources you have available. We'll, uh, we'll send out some feelers. We, we... If she had come within a certain radius of the city, we would know already. But it's possible that she is. We don't keep tabs on the entire aberrancy at once, so. Right. We, we've been led to believe that she may not be headed to the lurker directly, but rather to some important sites located in this vicinity. Interesting. He takes note of all this. And then it's like, but you, uh... Sorry, that's actually, I just, I just, it's Nurgle spelled with an I, not an E. Mm. <laughs> I would never have gotten that. Lots of people make that mistake. He was named after a man named Nurgle, so N-I-R, you see. Ah, yes, yeah. yes. Easy mistake to make. Hate that man. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> love, um, love the, love the crab, though. He gets the... Or love the bird. He's a, hmm... Uh, he gets the details of the Abolith uh, incident from the Mer people um, and asks as well for like you guys' perspective as people who were not actually charmed by the Abolith just to sort of fact check against what the others remember. Mm. Um, especially because all of them, their memories of the time when they were charmed are very soupy. AJ like remembers his first conversation with you guys while he was charmed, but he's a little bit... Like, he doesn't remember it perfectly. His influence was different than the others, and we're not sure why. Yeah, Za sort of jots jots this down as well, and it's like, it could, it seems possible that the influence was the same, but the creatures simply had different designs, was hoping that the charm would slip by unnoticed um, until mm. AJ came back to the city. But I will have to consult with some of our experts in these sorts of things uh, 
to see if my hunch is right. Oh, and make make sure you get he was really smug mm. and insubordinate. Yes, yes, I've I've noted AJ. No, the Abolith. Oh, I've I've noted down smug. I've also noted down a specific problem with the lurker in the deep, which is not quite the same as insubordination. Um, no, I mean, as they're both sentient beings who dwell in the depths, uh, the lurker of the deep does not actually claim territory uh, over the city or the surrounding territories. But uh, semantics. I mean, not within like basic like political framework, but I mean. Precisely. Uh, Finn, it's okay. Um, don't don't worry. About I mean, it's in the ocean after all, right? We respect your autonomy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. No, the lurker's not trying to like hold office. Mm-hmm. But you know, anyway. Zod's definitely giving Finn like a little bit of a look, clearly trying to size up whether or not you're a threat. Um, it seems he d- really likes the lurker. Don't worry about it. Mm. You should have you have you been to the temple yet? Nope, but it's it's next on my list. Yeah, they'll uh, you'll like them there. Um, <laughs> we got some freaks like you. <laughs> uh, he kind of finishes his notes, um, and he's like, "Well, uh, we will put together a this a a creature of this power level and these sorts of designs nesting this close to the city is not something that can stand. Uh, we will put together a task force over the next few days to go out there and deal with the threat. Um, if any of you would like to accompany that task force, you seem like very strong and capable fighters, uh, we would certainly be able to pay you a uh, rate for our contractors uh, when we contract with adventurers Um this is a thing that has happened before. Do you get a lot of adventurers through here? Not many. I was going to say that putting that thing in his place would be payment enough, but I'll also take money. Not many that can breathe down here. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm impressed none of you look to be the sort that we usually get uh, all the way down here for a sustained amount of time. Well, I've always been exceptional. We come prepared. Mm. <laughs> but every so often, every so often there will be a an adventurer or a group of them that will make their way to the city to return back to the surface world with fabulous tales or mm. goods for trade or whatever else. Whoa. If we, you mean if we stay here long enough, I'll grow a fabulous tail like that? And I point to a <laughs> merman. Um, I don't think so. But he kind of shrugs. I've, I've never seen anyone huh. experience it. All right. So we will, uh, if, you, if you're if you interested in that, drop by here within the next few days and we will make sure to let you know before we go out. Um, and please, if you come in possession of any more information about this surface-dwelling priestess, uh, do inform the guard. Yes, and please let us know if you hear anything about whatever feelings you're sending out there. Certainly. Um, he dismisses the whole group of you. Um the mer people sort of split off to go back to their homes, um, shaking you guys' hands and being like, thank you again. We really can't thank you enough uh, for getting us out of there. If you ever need anything, like, you know, here's here's where we live. They sort of point, uh, point to various structures within the reef. When they shake my hand, even though we're underwater, my hand is somehow even wetter than everything else. <laughs> Um, and you guys are left in the center of Neftis, uh, to your own devices. Are AJ and Galen still here, or did they, like, go home? <laughs> They're intending to go home to their parents, um, but they can, like, okay. 
if you if you have anything else to say to them, they haven't fully departed yet. Do you do you know where we're supposed to be going, Finn? Uh, yeah, to the temple. Yeah, do you know where that is? Well, there's signage. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we turn to go, Malachi turns to the boys and puts like a hand on each one's shoulder, and he's like, "I'm glad you're both safe." I just hope that in the future, if you go out alone, you'll take a little more care. Yeah. And sometimes these things can't be avoided, but maybe it's best not to go out near strange cavernous structures with just your own selves. And please be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they sort of exchange a guilty look that's clearly like, a yeah, okay, we were maybe being a little bit reckless. And uh, are like, thanks. And they swim off back with clear like looks of you can tell Malachi that they're really that they definitely really look up to you guys there's a you're very cool in their eyes <laughs> Malachi like sniffles a little bit yeah. <laughs> um and they swim off the good kids swim off home awesome and you guys head toward the temple district yeah yeah why not i'm checking my imaginary watch yeah, you, you keep an eye on the time. Um, not too much is passing. Is there any way that, like, Zod, like, told us we could stay in touch with them? Or do we have to go, like, back to the guardhouse if we want an update? <laughs> it seems like generally going back to the guardhouse, if you okay. want an update, is the way to go. Although, if you wanted to, like, send them a message, it seems like you could just kind of grab any passing guard and be like, tell this to Zod. <laughs> um, you know how it is. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, you guys head over to the Temple District. Um, like in surface cities, um, there is like one area that is set aside for temples to various gods. Um, as you approach, you see that there are a cluster of buildings. Again, like everything here, they're sort of com combination buildings and like caves in the coral, mm. um, sort of built out. And it also looks like, so it looks like the, the coral has been like cultivated as it was growing to make it into structures is what's happened a lot of the way through this city. And so these buildings, um, you see the biggest one or like most noticeable one is to Melora, the sort of goddess of ocean and land um, who is worshipped on the surface as well. But you also see several like unfamiliar buildings with like holy symbols you don't recognize. Um, and then Finn, for the first time ever, you immediately upon uh, entering the square, feel your eyes drawn to this, this building built out of the coral that almost seems to like lunge forward. Um, there are these like stone tentacles that wrap around the door um, and like curl up above it like they're reaching up toward the sky. Um, it's sort of uh, low to the ground and all built out of dark colors, dark blues and dark greens. Um, and you don't see any light coming from within it. It's just this dark doorway. Um, and you, as soon as you see it, there's no particular like holy symbol that your father has, but as soon as you see it, you're like, oh yeah, that's the one. Oh. Wow, that one. I'm home. Finn, you're sure your dad doesn't have one of these nice, lighter, happy-looking temples? No way! This is the one, baby! <laughs> All right. Yep, I thought so. 
Um, Nurgle kind of like excitedly uh, skitters along your shoulders, Finn. I know you can feel the abyssal majesty, right? <laughs> he definitely can. Um, you guys approach the Temple of the Lurker. Finn, uh, you step inside. Um, you step through this doorway and it's like stepping into a bubble of shadow. Um, but as soon as you're in it, you realize that you can see um, the whole interior is lit with this like bluish green light um that almost looks like like you're seeing in ultraviolet or something like that like it's still very dark in here but you can see the like silver outlines of everything around you <laughs> um it's very quiet um neftis in general is a pretty quiet city because of the way that sound travels sound through water, water yeah. <laughs> um but but the temple of the lurker is quiet in a a way that lets you hear this like underlying hum um, that seems to be like reverberating up from the floor and from the walls and just sort of slowly surrounding you. And did we did we all go in? Up to you if you'd like to wait outside. I'd like to I'd like to guard the door. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Malachi thinks he'd be allowed in there. <laughs> okay. Um, so for now, just Finn and Nurcrab are stepping inside. Yeah, yeah. Finn, you go ahead. We'll uh, we'll watch it back. You take all the time you need, bud. And I give him a oh, firm clap on the shoulder. Okay, well, not that long, but... <laughs> just be chill in there, Finn. Oh, you're going to tell me to be chill, Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> um... You do see, Finn, that there are, like, small, like, little schools of silver fish, um, mm. and, like, uh, water plants, like, around the edges in here, and that the, the floor is this, like, polished black stone. You also see that there is a, a burning, uh, green flame at the back of the chamber that is somehow burning even underwater and is the kind of most notable thing in here. You can see that the the light from this flame is throwing light on the walls where you can see that there are like carvings on the walls, but it's sort of impossible to make out exactly what it is. You can see like a tentacle here and an eye there and a like, like a fin there, um, but there's no- And a fin right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but the pictures on the walls do not resolve into like a single image. It's just this, this ever shifting uh, collection Ever shifting, but not actually moving. You know what I mean? Like, as the light is throwing on the walls, it doesn't come together into a full picture. Uh, who could ever capture his Stygian might in image? Um, you don't see any other signs of life in here as you slowly walk inside other than the fish. You don't see any other people as you take these first few steps. Uh, well, I take a few moments just to just to drink it in because this feels good those vibrations are so soothing to me this all is just so good and awesome to look at and then i say hello uh you call out hello um and he must have walked through a door, but it also sort of seems like he just appears behind the flame. <laughs> um, you see this uh, Triton man, um, looks kind of older, um, has like a little bit of a beard and a few kind of like wrinkles around the side of his face, wearing these uh, 
priestly priestly garb, although uh, suited to the like fashions of Neftis, which are similar to but different from the surface world. Uh, just sort of like appears behind the flame, looking at you, and goes, "Oh, you, you are the son of the lurker, aren't you?" Yes. Oh, thank <laughs> oh. you. Finally. We are honored, and he, like, sweeps into a bow um, and says, The fish, the fish have been telling me that you were on your way. We have been waiting for you. He, like, he drifts around the side of the flame and kind of, like, cups your face in his hands. And it's like, (laughs) wow, look at you. Astounding. I know. The fish speak very highly of you. Oh, do they really? Oh, that's lovely to hear. Oh, and you, he goes to Nurkrab, um, and like sweeps into another bow and is like, we are honored to have a servant of the lurker such as yourself in this place. I mean, wow, wonderful. Yes, I've arrived. You certainly have. And I require your aid. Ah, any aid that we can give, of course. Mela, Mela! Um, he, like, calls to the back and also sort of, like, just appearing out of the dark corners of the, uh, of the temple, um, is this mermaid. Um, she looks like she's about your age-ish, um, has, like, blonde hair, also wearing these, like, priestly vestments, and she has very, very, like, bright, a bright, excited, uh, demeanor. And he's like, hi, hello, uh, I'm Mela. Uh, welcome to the Temple of the Lurker, although I guess like you already uh, are familiar with the Lurker. Um, and and the, the priest is like, oh, and I haven't even introduced myself. Um, my name is Ta. Um, honor, honored to meet you. Uh, the honor is shared. We. By me, I mean. It's nice to meet you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I whispered to Nurkrab, fuck, I should have said something cooler. Nurkrab scuttles. <laughs> I can't express nearly as many emotions through scuttling as I can through his little screeches. <laughs> Maybe he scampers instead. Um, but please, please tell us, what, what is it that you need our aid with? The fish did indeed seem agitated. Well... I need to speak to my father in person. Well, not in person, exactly. I'm the person, he's not. But, you know, face to face. Well, no, he doesn't really have a face, exactly. Um, In close vicinity. Yes, yes. I need to find him. All right. Uh, why? Why the sudden, just as, as uh, out of a, a personal quest? Or oh, no. is there more? Far worse than that. There's <gasps> forces massing on the surface with ill intent. A high priestess sails here with the intention to attack the lurker. Ah. Um, you see, the two of them exchange a glance, and then Ta looks back to you and is like, yes, we've received word of this as well. Really? From who? Well, from the cult of the lurker, of course. Wow. The followers who protect his dwelling grounds. R- right, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, and he is, he's definitely... We, we all know the cult of the lurker. We all know about those followers. Yeah, he's saying this as if, of course, you know this as well. Um, the followers who protect his dwelling grounds, of course, have uh, sent us a message this morning saying that there were, uh, that there was a threat coming to harm, mm. harm the lurker and to drain his power or something of the sort. They were a little unclear Precisely. on the motivations. Um, but evidently, uh, this this high priestess you speak of has sailed here in a fleet, and her, herself and her followers have been uh, 
setting up some sort of dangerous ritual over the past several days. Now then they're already starting it. Yes, exactly. That's what I've come here to prevent. Hmm. Well then, what what do you need from us? Uh, directions, mainly. Ah! To the dwelling grounds. Certainly. We certainly can get you to the Lurker's dwelling place. In fact, Mela here can accompany you and show you the way. She's been before. It's not too far from here. Um, besides, it will be good to have a uh, friendly face with you. The Your father's followers, um, though they would, I'm sure, have the same veneration for you as I do, um, they also are a little bit touchy around strangers, um, and if you were to just approach out of nowhere, um, it's possible that they would just shoot you with harpoons, um, before Uh, you got close enough to explain yourself. Um, Fair enough. So, uh, I respect the dedication. It's a good thing that, uh, you came through here first. Uh, Mela will accompany you to the Lurker's uh, dwelling grounds, um, and there the followers of the Lurker will be able to take you to where the the most, uh, as much as he can be contained, uh, where the the main presence of his might is. Right, right, yeah, of course, you can't put the thalassic grandeur in a box, you know? Exactly, exactly, but where you can speak with him face to face. However, uh, you should, you look um, injured, I take it you you perhaps had some trouble on the way here? Yeah, got into a couple scrapes. Yes. um, Met some some very disrespectful sea life who did not give the lurker the esteem he deserved, frankly. The sea life will do that. The sea life will do that. Um, So I think perhaps it would be best for you to rest here, set off in the morning. From from what the the followers told us this morning, um, the threat is not so urgent that uh, anything will happen tonight. Um, It seemed as though this this priestess was having to perform some feat of magic that took multiple days. Um, So the sooner she is interrupted, the better, of course, but uh, I don't want you rushing into danger if you're not prepared for it. Well, actually, all my stuff resets on just a short rest. Oh, well, then I suppose (laughs) that... Although I should check with my friends. I'm not sure how they're doing. Mm. Oh, did you bring friends with you? I did. Where are they? They're uh, waiting outside. They're they're not exactly uh, devotees, so... Mm. It can be difficult to get people to understand the might of the Lurker. Lord knows I've... Right. I've had that problem my whole life. You're speaking my language. Mm. So, they're welcome uh, to come in if they'd like. Alright, yeah, I'll see what they, I'll, I'll see if they want to check it out. But also, I do, um, quick question, just wanted to ask, um, do you guys know a guy named Kathoth? Hmm, uh, Ta kind of, like, nods, uh, and Mela frowns a little bit, and Ta says, yes, the, uh, the followers of the Lurker are prone to some internal power struggles from time to time. Uh, they did send me uh, a message a, a little while back that there had been a, uh, one of the Lurker's priests had uh, gotten some ideas in his head and then had split off from the cult after a, a you know, a, a minor uh, altercation between himself and some other members of the uh, of the group um, and had the last I heard uh, had 
been kicked out and left. Okay. All right, great. So you're not, like, on his team? No, no. Kathoth had some ideas about, you know, some ideas that were uh, unseemly and not exactly what we... Cringe priest. ...wanted to uh, promote. Okay, great. I'll say, yeah, killing me, not the best platform, in my opinion. Oh, was that... Did he try to kill you? Oh, yeah, but I, I killed him, so it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. That's what you get, you know? And my eyes flash black for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, the two of them exchange a glance that is, like, half suspicion and half, like, wonder. Um, definitely more suspicion coming from Mela and more Taz, like, wow, look at you. <laughs> Mela's a little bit like, okay. Um... <laughs> But yes, I'm I'm glad to hear that he's uh that he was not able to kill you, of course, because that would be terrible. Yeah. On that we agree. <laughs> you know, Todd, I think you and I are gonna get along swimmingly. Wow. Jesus I'm Christ. Delighted to hear that. <laughs> Alright, uh great, yeah. I'm I gotta go grab my friends, see if they wanna come in, see if you wanna meet them. They're pretty cool. Okay. Uh lack of lurker <laughs> devotion notwithstanding. For agnostics. <laughs> Uh, great to meet you, and Mella, great to meet you too. I don't know why I'm saying goodbye. I'm gonna be back in like a yeah, minute. Yeah, I, I thought you were just like dipping in and out. Okay. Right, yeah. Okay. Be right back. And I go to walk out. Before I actually go out, I take a moment to just sort of drink in the surroundings again and stare at the wall, mm. and then wipe my eyes because you can't see it because we're already surrounded by salt water. But like tears have been streaming down <laughs> Finn's face for the past five minutes. So, Finn, you pop outside to get uh, Reagan and Malachi, who've, I assume, just been standing silently outside the door. <laughs> We've just been standing totally silently. <laughs> Going, mm-hmm. Guys, it's awesome in here. Uh, okay. Sure, okay. Are you, in, do you want us to go in? Is that what this is? Yeah, I want you to meet some people. All right. Okay. Okay, so do you guys go in the temple? I suppose so. Malachi, like, doesn't hold his axe out like he's going to attack anyone, but he does hold it like a light. Yeah. <laughs> he holds it like a torch. <laughs> yeah. You enter the Temple of the Lurker. Um, Malachi, the, like, darkness effect inside kind of, like, sticks around the edge of your axe. Like, it, <laughs> it's still glowing, but it's, like, only a few inches of light. It doesn't, like, illuminate anything. Right, yeah. it's a, The axe is still very much lit up, but it's not doing any of its job of helping you see in here. Um, you do see, however, by the light of this, like, green flame and the weird kind of silver edges to everything, um, you see these two figures, um, this older Triton man and this younger mermaid, both sort of, like, waving at you. And Ta says, ah, you must be the, the friends of the son of the lurker. It's, we are so glad to have you here. Any friend of the son of the lurker is a friend of mine. Malachi takes a second to work that out in his head and then goes, yes. Yeah, Reagan, Malachi, this is Ta and Mela. Ta and Mela, these are my noble companions. Reagan and Malachi. More like escorts, really. Pleased to meet you. Hmm. Mela waves and she's like, 
Um, I'm going to be uh, helping you guys find the uh, followers of the lurker who are out by where the lurker actually dwells. Um, so you Lurks, can one might talk say. to him, and yeah, one might. Um, <laughs> so you can talk to him and uh, figure out this whole situation with whoever's trying to kill him or whatever's going on. Right, right. Um, Hannah, I need to do a vibe check immediately on these people, <laughs> this place. Um, you guys can make an insight check. Uh, nothing has, Malachi, no lies have been said yet that you've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anybody who'd like to make an insight check, feel free. I would like. It's only a 15 on vibes. Okay. I'll do it. Nat 20! Wow, wow. I have 17. <laughs> okay. So 23 total. I hope they're good or Finn's going to be devastated. Finn just feels a sudden <laughs> yeah. sinking in his stomach. Uh. They definitely seem, I mean, the the vibes are pretty similar to Finn's vibes, like, mm-hmm. in terms of this being, like, a little bit, you know, uh, this temple feels like the sort of place that normal adventurers would be like, ah, a presence dwells here, and then vanquish it. And Malachi, some parts of you are sort of, like, itching to do some vanquishing. Um, <laughs> but they they don't seem to be actively harmful, and certainly not harmful towards you. Um, I think, Finn, especially with your nat 20, you pick up that, like, Mela is, like, very excited. Both of them are very excited to have you here. Um, but Ta... A lot of his interest is like, ah, like the son of the lurker, like rather than actually giving a shit about you. Um, The Mela seems more interested in like all three of you as being like interesting people who are here. Kind of like she was having a very boring day before you walked in. Temple intern. (laughs) Yeah. And they definitely don't seem to bear any ill will toward you. Uh, Finn, since it was a nat 20, I will let you also, like, a little bit retroactively, there was definitely something, uh, like, the subject of Kathoth was, like, a sore spot, as in you could tell that Ta was sort of, like, being vague and, like, talking around some things. But... Justin, it almost seemed like a polite company sort of thing. Mm. Like he didn't necessarily want to go into that whole situation right here. Not in front of the son of the lurker. Yeah, exactly. Um, There was definitely more to that that he wasn't saying. But other than that, everything that they've said has been pretty above board. Wow, amazing. And Todd, just, uh, sorry, this sounds weird. Just, uh, I'd love to hear it again uh, for you to say that you don't want to harm me. No. Why would I want to harm you? I look at Malachi with my eyebrows raised. <laughs> Seems fine. Malachi's like examining his axe, trying to see if he can bat any of the shadow away. But like, it's not, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Sorry about, yeah, just had to, oh, wow. This is, I truly cannot tell you how amazing this is. I've met like one and a half other people in my life who really got the lurker, you know, and now Mm. two of you at once. And I mean, I assume more pretty soon. I mean, oh, wow. Yes. They're like rabbits. This is amazing. Yes, yes, we certainly, I mean, it's, and it's understandable, the sort of um, dweller in the depths of the sea who will eventually flood the lands is uh, kind of a, not something that, not a deity that many people want to pledge themselves to, but those of us who have... uh, Well, their loss. 
Yeah, it will be. Seeing his majesty for ourselves can can certainly uh, appreciate uh, the beauty of a force like that. I mean, look look around you. Tell me that this, the way that this place is, it doesn't have a certain beauty to it. <sighs> well, we can't really see. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Malachi. <laughs> uh, am I missing something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much always. <laughs> all, all right. I'm just saying. Just because we're at your dad's temple doesn't mean you get to be a brat. <laughs> As... Malachi, don't call me a brat in front of my worshippers. <laughs> As I mentioned to uh, the son of the lurker a few minutes ago, um, my advice is that you set out in the morning um, to find the, the dwelling of the lurker. Um, the ritual that this priestess is conducting um, seems to be taking her a few days, at least in terms of, of the messages that I've received, and the fish haven't told me otherwise. Um, so, once you have had a chance to recover from your uh, things you encountered on the way here, uh, Mela can show you to the domain. It's it, it's a few hours from here. Uh, wouldn't want it to be too close to the city, um, but it is within a day's travel. Man, I gotta. Mm, mm, is he is he stalling us, or is he like genuine, or is this like a oh no, it won't take long at all, and he's like not telling a lie. I think part of the problem is that Hannah has chosen a sinister voice for this guy. <laughs> he's a sinister. His his outward appearance is sinister. Um, but nothing. I just don't want you getting hurt again. Nothing. Um, that uh, he doesn't seem to be stalling based on your yeah. your insight checks from before. It does seem like genuine um, worry for like Mela, if anything, not wanting her to have to like rush off immediately on this somewhat long journey. Um, and also kind of like, it, he does not seem to think that it is necessary. Like he, he's definitely concerned about the situation, but he is not like alarm bells ringing about the situation yet. Right. All right. Oh, I whispered to Regan and Malachi, honestly, this guy sort of seems like he knows more than we do about this whole situation. So I think we can trust him. All right. Well, that was how it was with Kathoth. But at least I can tell that this guy doesn't seem to be lying. Yeah. Um. Okay, great. Uh. Do you have like any any beds here or? Uh, um, we do. We do. No, we do. We have some uh, uh, chambers in the back where you're welcome to reside, although they are mm. like... Um, we don't really have, so we're, uh, I'm a triton, she's a mermaid, most of the other priests who've come and gone at various times are also undersea dwellers, so the beds are not exactly, like, suited for you. It's just fine. Don't, well, it's, wait, hold on, hold we on. We will happily find an inn. What do you mean by that? How is the way that a human sleeps underwater, assuming they can breathe underwater, different from how a triton would sleep. Well, that's true. I guess, how do you feel about sleeping vertically? Because we usually just sort of like, Poorly. you just sort of float. Oh, I feel fine. Um, and wrap yourself in a blanket. No, thank you. I will find an inn. I do that sometimes anyway, even when I'm up on the surface. I've done worse and weirder. <laughs> so you're welcome to stay. There are there are inns uh, in Neftis, yes, um, some of which have more standard uh, human beds. You can even, if you'd like to sleep in air, there's an inn that can accommodate that. Wow, the dry bar. Oh, and less 
uh, shadows and tentacles? Yes, unfortunately. Less shadows and tentacles. Oh, uh, it's a, a price we have to pay sometimes. <laughs> Malachi starts asking like what the directions to the closest. Like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he gives you directions to the, like, essentially the tourist inn <laughs> um, in a different, uh, a different district of the city um, that is built specifically to accommodate uh, visitors from the surface world. Mm. Um, it's kind of like over by the market district. Um, so if you'd like to leave, leave the temple and head over there, feel free to do so. Mm. Uh, listen, guy, I think I'm going to crash here. Uh, but I mean, I'll walk uh, you to your hotel, I, um, or I guess I'll swim you, huh? <laughs> hmm. It is probably best for us to stick together, I guess. I mean, I don't mind if I don't mind if you don't want to sleep here. Well, I don't want to leave you. But I mean, you understand what like an insanely massive deal this is for me, right? By yourself? Yeah, I do. I can stay with him. We can stay in the temple. Mal, you can go. It doesn't have to be the three of us. I'm not gonna leave you two alone. What? What does that mean? You guys always have cool conversations when I'm gone and you always give each other extra hugs and I just feel sometimes like I'm not privy to some of that. So. Finn is actively like on Reagan's back in a piggyback right now. What are you talking about? I do my best what? To, to ingratiate myself into like the fun the fun activities of our group. But. Get, get in here, Malachi. Get in here. And we hug him, but I'm still on Reagan's shoulders. <laughs> but because Malachi's so tall, it works. <laughs> Fine. I can stay in the shadow lair. Or what if what if we like tie you to a post outside? Oh, uh, And then you just Well, cuz I was thinking you could sleep outside, but then I was worried you'd like float away while you're sleeping, but That's if we just like No, cuz then you'd still can have your own little sleepover and your little whisper of secrets and everything all in, in the <laughs> No, it's fine. I'll sleep in the I'll sleep in the temple. Finn, I gotta ask, have I ever whispered a secret to you? You've whispered a secret to me. Uh you do talk in your sleep. I do. Yeah. Oh, quite a lot actually. Is he I no, you know what? I don't I don't wanna know. I'm gonna <laughs> pretend y'all didn't say that and that I don't have to live with that reality. You started clapping once. Let's just say I know why you never wear blue underwear. <laughs> cool. So you guys are sleeping in the temple? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm happy to kind of float in a blanket, but we can also just like weigh yeah. Malachi down with some other rocks so he stays horizontal. I feel like Malachi weighs himself down pretty sufficiently. Yeah. <laughs> Malachi, you're natural. If you let yourself just like drift in the water, you do tend to kind of like sink toward the bottom. <laughs> so, um, cool. Uh, you still have the evening if you'd like to, like, if there's anything else you're interested in doing or seeing in the city. Um. I turn to Mela. I'm like, so, like, what do you do for fun around here? Yeah, um, there's, like, uh, there's, you know, lots of cool, like, shops and stuff in the market district. Um, oh, there's, like, there's, I mean, I guess this probably wouldn't be interesting to you guys because you, like, breathe air, but there are, like, um, air bubbles that you can go and kind of, like, stick your head in and see what air feels like. Um, no, that does sound nice. Yeah, that might be, you. if you guys have been down here at the bottom of the sea for a while, you're not, like, adapted to it. Um, how are you breathing down here, by the way? Carefully. Uh, with help. Oh, so like there's like a spell or something? Mm, not quite. Okay, that's fine. They have they have magic items. I don't know why they're being weird about it. 
Yeah, well, because, like, some adventurers who come down here and stuff have, like, cast spells or whatever. I don't, I'm just, sorry, I don't mean to pry. I'm just so interested in everything about the surface world, no, you know? it's fine. Like, it's like, uh, I've never been up there, and we hardly ever get to talk to people who come down I here. I mean, we could take you sometime. Wow. We've just, the people we've met underwater in the past, we, we tend to be a little cagey, so I'm sorry about that. She grabs your arm fin, and she's like, I would love to go see the surface world sometime. Yeah, totally. That would be awesome. Oh, man. And I whisper to her, when Malachi says a thing about being nervous, I whisper to Mela, yeah, they were there for the Kathoth thing. Yeah, that sounds scary. It was, Hmm. but not too scary for the son of the lurker. So what, is this like touring the land before it goes under? (laughs) Um, let's go, there's, um... When when it's more daytime, there's stuff that you can do, um, like, outside the city. Um, but generally at night, even though it's kind of always dark down here, it's worse at night in terms of, like, monsters and predators and stuff like that. So most people stay in the city. In fact, they probably right about now are shutting the gates so things can't get in. Mm. Actually... I'm going to ask a really out of character question. Sure. Is there, do you have like some sort of like records library or like, like the library of Congress, but for fish people like. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's a, there's a big library. Although it's not like, I I don't know, like we don't have paper really, unless it's like a magically preserved book of which there are a couple, but you have to get special permission to handle those. Sure, sure, sure. But like, yeah, it's, I mean. Uh Uh-huh. We have like records and stuff. I would like to visit that sure yeah um in that case we should get going pretty quick because it's gonna close soon um and she oh. tells todd that she'll uh see him later and swims out the door all right uh yeah we'll uh, we'll be back here uh pelagic blessings upon you i mean you guys you guys do whatever you want to do but i was just thinking like i'll come with yeah i'm down seems like a good idea i'd love to experience the culture i don't know if there's something specific you're looking for yeah mela takes you toward like the center of the town um throughout you guys see that this city is very like there's lots of fish in here like it is it operates like a coral reef in that there are lots of like symbiotic life forms and relationships going on you see like anemones and stuff like that and there are definitely anemones stuck on the outside as well as part of the like defense systems um a giant clownfish situation sort of with the whole city uh There are also, like, these giant crabs, um, like, you know, like, spider crabs with the super long legs um, that kind of walk through the city, and you see people are riding them. They're, like, acting as mounts um, to get people, and they're, these things are massive, like, their, their legs are long enough that, like, they can walk over the people who are swimming and just sort of, like, be, Mm. just, like, branched (laughs) over you. Malachi's shoulders are up to his ears the whole time. I look up to Nurcrab, who's currently sitting on my head, and I'm like, hey, it's like us, but backwards. <laughs> um, you also see, like, dolphins pulling, like, little chariot-type situations, um, especially, like, over toward the palace area. But you head to the, the like, marketplace district, um, and Mela points out where there is a, yeah, like, a, a library. Um, it is not huge as far as libraries go. It's certainly not as big as the library that you guys know exists in Dermator. But it, it does exist, um, and you're able to go in. Um, are you looking for anything in particular? Yeah, so I 
want more information on what we're potentially going to be walking into. Like, I want to know more about this cult. I want to know more about this religious practice because it's been suggested that this has maybe not been the world's longest thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can certainly look for lurker information. Um, give me a investigation check. And I would like to see sort of how the land and its factions are portrayed in this city's histories and whatnot. Yeah, and... give me an investigation check for that as well. 17, Hannah. And I want to check out what, like, the popular fiction is right now. What are yeah. what are people reading for fun down here? Yeah, you can give me an investigation check. I don't know how much it'll affect it, but I'm I <laughs> just for fun, since everyone's doing one. 17. Oh, wow, you guys match. 12. Oh, okay. Uh, Finn only reads academic text. He's not used to fiction. <laughs> So, Reagan, you find there is more information about the Lurker down here than in any surface place that you guys have found. Mm -hmm. It also seems to go back further than 100 years, but not like to ancient eons the way that Finn talks about it. More like this is something, something that started stirring and gathering followers within the past couple of centuries. It's hard to find a specific date. Um, there is no like in this year, the lurker emerged from the depths, sure. but it is like just sort of a thing that started getting talked about within the past few centuries. Can I, like, connect that to my knowledge from the Bright Spark about when the old gods left? Like, can I craft anything of a timeline there? Yeah, so the it, it seems like the Lurker uh, showed up after the old gods okay. left. Because that was, like, I think, like, a thousand-ish years ago that the old gods left. Um, the Lurker seems to have sprung up definitely after that. Okay. Um, so, like, the Bright Spark and the Thunderer... And, like, their battle and then the Bright Spark's death was, like, 900 years ago or something okay. like that. So it's sort of, the timeline is essentially that the old gods left and then there was this period where, like, their lieutenants and people who were, like, prominent in the ages of the old gods had power and were fighting over power mm -hmm. and some of the sort of stuff that the Keeper told you about. And then... In more recent centuries, there's been stuff like the Lurker appearing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I guess that, that, that's that's the information you'd be getting. You see mentions of other deities too, Reagan, who are also worshipped down here that you've never heard of. These ocean deities that the surface world has never heard of. But no one who has the precise, like, vibes of the Lurker. Um, there's like like a giant fish deity who's associated with like prosperity and stuff like that. Uh, the lurker definitely has the market cornered on like scary dwellings of the dark ocean. There is not another deity that is doing that exact thing. Good for her. Hmm. Uh, any information on Kuotoas as a concept? Yeah, um, there are, like, information. They can't, Kuatoas, like, don't function this deep in the ocean. Like, their their dwellings tend to be closer to the light, um, like, the sunlight. But the Neftis does have information on them as a sort of, like, race of fish people. Cool. Yeah. Um, Malachi, what were you looking at again? Oh, like, the way that history about the surface dwellers? Yeah, and, like, sort of what they know about the politics of land. <laughs> yeah, um... 
Neftis certainly seems to know more about the surface than the surface knows about Neftis, okay. at least in terms of what's common knowledge. Um, you you find like mentions of Lithios and Erebrer and the big civilizations like that. Um, there are like almost like the equivalent of newspapers. Like it'll be like mentioned as like an afterthought, like that the surface dwellers are waging wars against each other is sort of the way that it's talked about. Um, it is not made to be alarmist in any ways. It is largely talked about as something that's like interesting, but doesn't concern us and like won't reach us. Yeah. In just generally a like, we're, we're safe here. Um, the surface dwellers are having a war again. Um, sort of thing. Do they know anything that we wouldn't already know about? Not about the surface. Okay. Yeah, no. Like, they don't know how far out in the oceans Lithios has gone or anything like that? Not here. Not that it's, like, recorded yeah. here. There are, like, and I think you find this just sort of, as you're searching, um, like, mentions of other underwater cities that are kind of dotted throughout the ocean. Although it seems what you can gather is that Neftis is, like a big one like it is if not the biggest city um it, it talks neftis at least talks about itself as if it is very important yeah <laughs> which could speak to you know could speak to reality or could speak to the culture here but there is certainly nothing they don't know anything that you don't know but you are a little bit like disconcerted to see something that was a city that was like a story to you definitely knows about the existence of the surface civilizations. Yeah. Um, and then Finn, uh, you're looking at, uh, you know, popular literature. Um, for sure. Yeah. There are like, um, stories about like romances between, uh, a mermaid from like one noble house and a merman from another noble house. Um, there are like adventure stories about like, uh, this very popular like series starring this dashing triton who like travels throughout the aberrant sea and fights, uh, all sorts of monsters. There's one he fights Ooh. an abolith. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's probably like a couple of stories where it's like, you know, like this this dashing hero like encounters the lurker in the deep is like a, a story <laughs> that's in here. Does the most popular stuff seem to be romance novels and like adventure books like this or are they, are they really into like thrillers or mystery or... Uh, historical yeah. nonfiction. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they actually do seem to be like more um like the books that are about like leaving the city and traveling stress that it is like thrilling but also dangerous. And the like books that are more like comfortable or comforting are the ones where people just sort of like stay at home and have like interpersonal you know like dramas and such <laughs> literary fiction <laughs> um yeah there's definitely if you were to set out like a literature analysis of what the literature speaks to about the culture um this is a pretty insular community yeah and a pretty insular culture that is not trying to encourage its people to be leaving the city and going out into the ocean and certainly is not encouraging them to go to the surface like you so will no not find... hans christian anderson <laughs> yeah if you find the little mermaid here it's the hans christian anderson version where she dies at the end <laughs> like it is very um do not do not leave the seas um, um, and don't leave the safe city that we've built. I pick out a book, uh, one of the adventure stories, a copy of Neftis Jones and the Cursed Cove. <laughs> Beautiful. And I say to Mella, you read this? Is this any good? 
Yeah. Oh, I've read all those. Those books are great. Wow. I like the one where he like, um, there's this like, uh, like crazy jellyfish that he fights and yeah. Wow. You know, I've recently fought a crazy jellyfish. <laughs> wow. Oh, is that why you guys all look, you know, like shit, <laughs> like you've been in a fight? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, like the massive bizarre jellyfish whose brain sounds like static. No. Oh, well, you won't now because he's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Good for you. Thanks. Cool. Anything else? Or do you leave the library? I think that's it. I don't know. <laughs> Does anything else catch your eye? I don't think so. The librarian kicks you out. You got here like half an hour before closing because um, it is, again, fairly late. Even the son of the lurker respects operating hours. Uh, you go out into the the rest of the marketplace. Um, can I actually have everybody give me a perception check? Of course. Uh, nat 20. Nat 20. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Seven. <laughs> okay. Um, we're much more on guard than Finnis. Finn is talking to Mella. He's not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you guys leave the library into this kind of, like, market district. It's fairly crowded. And so then I bit the jellyfish's tentacle and sucked some life out of it. Wow, holy shit, why? Uh, seemed like the thing to do at the time. Yeah, okay, yeah. Definitely a, a new experience. Um, the marketplace is fairly bustling, even at this hour. There are lots of people around going back and forth between, like, little shops and little stalls. Um... You see that most, almost everybody here are, it's mostly merfolk, um, and then, like, several tritons, like, probably, like, 60-40 or 70-30. And then there are also a few that you guys recognize as being, like, um, water ganasi or other, like, people who can breathe underwater. Um, then... Malachi and Reagan both, as you guys are looking around, kind of getting your bearings, at the same time, you catch just out of the corner of your eye, uh, someone who looks familiar. And at the same moment, you realize that you're, you're pretty damn sure you just saw Ben slip his way between two people in the marketplace, kind of heading, heading down the street. Malachi dashes off. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to chase Ben. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to do a few things in rapid succession. No, I'm not. That was a fucking lie. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one thing <laughs> in rapid succession, uh, which is cast message and inform Finn, don't go anywhere, watch your back. What? Why? And I'm going to take off after Malachi, but, like, the opposite direction. So, like, the way that we... Not the opposite, but, like, a 90-degree angle. I want to be involved with the plot, too! <laughs> we want to cut him off, yeah. So that we could cut him off. Okay. Both of you, and Finn, if you're following, give me... So I guess from Malachi, I need just a straight-up athletics check, because you just took off directly after him. Um, from Reagan to try and cut him off, I want to say survival, honestly, to sort of, like, navigate your way around people um, and through this somewhat unfamiliar city. Um, Finn, if you're following directly after Malachi, you give me an athletics check as well. That is a dirty 20. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to follow Malachi. Ooh, not my best athletics check. It's only going to be a 17 from me. Five. Okay. Does it have to be athletics? I'm so good at swimming. <laughs> That's true. Why does it have to be a negative role? You're good at swimming. I'll give you advantage on it because of being good at swimming. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're um, so, so distracted by Mela and her blonde hair. Malachi, you sort of push past um, some people and manage to, like, see Ben ahead of you. He sort of glances over his shoulder, makes eye contact with you. You see him go, fuck. Um, and then sort of, he, he looks around like he's getting ready to kind of duck into an alleyway. And either he spots Reagan or just makes a decision because instead of actually ducking to the alleyway, he stays right in the middle of the crowd. Um, and just sort of like puts his hands up like this and gives you that that winning smile of his. And it's like, <laughs> oh, Malachi, this guy, fancy seeing you here. Funny what a small ocean it is that you just run into people. Yeah, run into people. Malachi grabs him by the wrist. <laughs> Hey, okay, okay. There's no need for that. Uh, I will remind you that we are in the middle of a crowded marketplace, and I will scream for the guards. That's okay. The guards are on our side. Finn, at this point, you kind of come running up behind Malachi, and Ben goes, Do not turn me into a fucking snail, Finn Fisher. <laughs> Finn's hand is, as soon as he sees him, Finn's hand is already raised and glowing. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Give me one good reason not to. We did that once. I think you could get a better trick. I think it's, I think it's derivative if you do the same thing twice. Oh God, he's right. Are you alone? What about the rule of threes? This is just setting up a third time where it would be even funnier. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Finn, don't listen to him. Don't let him get into your head. You hear in your head from me. Uh, Reagan, you come kind of like pulling pulling up the back. Ben is looking, looking all directions, definitely sizing up you guys, um, trying to figure out just how bad his situation is. Point of order. Uh -huh. I do wanna, I do wanna like, sneak up behind him once I see that Mal's got him. Okay. And when he threatens to scream, I'm just hand over the mouth from behind. No, no, you fucking don't. Okay. Give me a stealth check, first and foremost. Um, you guys are in the middle of the marketplace. Six. <laughs> okay. He's a land dweller. What do they care? I, I ask Mela, hey, what's like the general attitude here towards brawling in the middle of the street. Uh, bad. Okay. She's kind of come swimming up behind you. She's like, don't do that. I mean, like, you know, they, no one's gonna, like, shoot you, but things are definitely bad. I, I hold Ben's wrist down below, so we're almost, like, holding hands. Yeah. But I'm clearly just, like, gripping him. Okay. By the way, this is Ben. Uh, he's really bad, and we hate him. Oh, okay. He's a villain. Reagan, can you take your hand from his mouth for a second so he can answer my question? He can nod or shake his head. Oh, I don't know if my axe will detect that. All right, huh. I'm gonna put my arm around his shoulders in a companionable but like vice-like grip instead. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, this is great. This is a really great. Um, yes, at this moment, I am alone in this city. Ben doesn't know that I can tell a lie. You just told Reagan that. <laughs> I whispered it in Reagan's ear. Mm. No, I had message up. I had message going. Mm. I specifically said it like that so that Ben wouldn't hear it. That's why I whispered it like that. Mm. I'll allow it this time. Um, he raises an eyebrow at you and goes, yeah, this is a lie. He's definitely not here alone. So do they just send you out ahead like a scout or is she just like waiting for you to report back or what? Well, I don't need to breathe. So I can come to the underwater city where I don't need to breathe. This is true. Okay, that wasn't my question at all, though. 
what you were you were asking like oh the implication was like oh ben why did they send you down here by yourself to a city and frankly i didn't expect it to be dangerous because who knew that you guys were gonna be here but i think you should just anticipate from now on that we might show up you calling us dangerous huh yeah after this i think i'm gonna try and remember that you never know where we'll be lurking yeah uh listen are you gonna just kill me in the middle of the street here or can i go i do not mean you any harm of course not no those are not the only two options whoa 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 ben ben buddy and i tighten my like grip around your shoulder Uh of course we're not gonna kill you right here in the marketplace no i've got a much better idea we're gonna take you back to the Temple of the Lurker and offer you as a sacrifice, you disgusting piece of shit. No, okay. Mm. <laughs> no, Ben. I don't think we'd do that, actually. We're not doing that. Oh my god, guys, would you stop undercutting me? I was, like, doing something cool and he was gonna be totally freaked out. <laughs> I, it was very good, Reagan. I was pretty freaked out. The, I, I would not like to be a human sacrifice. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. Well, you're not human. Actually, Mela, I don't know. Do we do that? A human sacrifice? Mella is like, the human sacrifice question is kind of complicated, Finn. It's like a point ah. of contention. Okay. Mm. Finn, do we have to say- I'm just <laughs> saying, it would be a good- I mean, there's that freaky green flame and all that shit. Like, come on. We could have at least freaked him out. You guys mm. never let me do anything fun. Yeah, that seems like a really good place to interrogate me. Or we could just interrogate you right here. Sure. Again, scene. What do you need to know? I, I am not directly opposed to you guys right now. You're not? What does that mean? No, I don't think I... What? I mean, I guess, what are you doing here? What did you like to know? Yes! Vacation. Great! So if you're just here on vacation... Well, we're not going to answer your questions, Ben. We're not in the compromised position. If you're just here on vacation, then I am not going to stop you from your vacation. Yeah, but here's the thing, Ben. Well, you aren't. Consider the fact that, you know, political affiliations aside... Broader ramifications and actions aside, you're a tricksy little bastard and I don't like you. Thank you. And even when I'm on vacation, and dare I say, especially when I'm on vacation, and I've run into a guy that I don't like very much, well, (laughs) I would consider myself to be opposed. Buddy. So, I'm sorry, I'm- Yeah, thank you, you should be. We're opposed right now because- We're opposed right now because I'm here, and that's messing up your vacation. I think we're diametrically opposed because of you leaving us to die on an exploding island and lying to us and getting us trapped by Redfall. You turned me into a snail. I whispered to Mela, it was a whole thing. That was after you locked up your friends. Yeah. In a building that you planned to blow. But you did turn me into a snail, which I feel like we're not paying enough attention to here. Uh, I'm sorry, are you still a snail? The, he, he looks at Mela and he's like, they turned me into a snail. Did you die though? You got better. What, what do you mean they? I did it. <laughs> no, admittedly, I didn't die. Credit or credit is due. And I do appreciate, you know, actually, maybe, maybe we got off on the wrong foot here, Finn. Thank you for turning me into a snail instead of killing me. You're welcome. Can we like start sauntering away from the center of the square, like, just to a less... You can. If you do, I need... I'm gonna start needing, like, grapple checks, um, because he will... He he is content to let Malachi hold his wrist and you hold his shoulders as long as you're standing here. If you try and move him, he's not gonna be happy with that anymore. Where are you staying? Uh, 
I'm not staying in this city. Um, and that rings true. You swim all the way down here for one day? That rings true, Malachi, which is interesting because you know the gates are shut. Yeah. So that the when he says, I don't intend on staying, that's a little bit, he's got to have something. Magic? <laughs> uh, Magic? What? <laughs> I, listen, myself and my employer were in the area for certain purposes uh, that required a brief errand being run in this city. The errand is completed. I'm gonna go. Tonight. She's not staying either? No, at least not for now. We, uh, we actually, our little, uh, detour to the Aberrant Sea was not, um, it was just that, a detour. True? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she is here, though, still with you. Mm, define here. Oh, you fucking ass. Where, where? Hmm. Mela, what is the nearest place with a private room? Um, Mela, like, glances around and she's like, um... I mean, like, the back room of a shop, mm. or we're kind of, we're not in a great place for just, like, quiet rooms. Uh, you know, a crowded bar actually might be fine. Okay, yeah, there's a bar right over there. Want a drink, Ben? No. Old time's sake. All right, fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Old time's sake, when we were allies. Yep. He, like, gives Reagan a kind of, like, a comradely pat, kind of, like, keeping up the charade of we're, we're just buddies here. <laughs> Next time we do that, I'll bite your hand off. Malachi swings their arms a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As we walked over to the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys go into the crowded bar and find a, like, corner where there are definitely still people around, but they're all, like, drinking and not paying a ton of attention to you guys at the moment. As we walk in, I'm explaining to Mela, yeah, so we have, like, a lot going on. Okay, yeah, it seems like you guys have a lot going on. I really, I don't know who this guy is or what his deal is, but th I do, there are going to be problems in the city if you kill him. Just... Oh, yeah, no, we're not oh, gonna kill him. We're not gonna kill him. Okay, great. Here. Cool. Are you going to torture him? Because I don't know if I'm entirely down for that. No, I'm I'm pretty opposed to torture. Finn, what sort of things did you tell this girl about us? <laughs> I might turn him into a snail. Oh, okay. Sure, that seems, yeah. I guess turning into a snail doesn't count as torture. Or maybe something else. I don't know. Maybe I should switch things up. Mm. Yeah, he did he, that suggestion. Although, I don't know. Your thing about the rule of threes, I think it would be fun. It's hard to know. Yeah. Um, cool. You you get to a shady back corner in this bar, which is called the Clamshell, by the way. Wow. Okay, so what are you doing? You're in this back corner. What was the plan now? I whispered to Mel again. I'm actually not sure what the plan is. Yeah, no, Rage kind of just filled me and took me over, and uh, I didn't really... I'll be honest, this was... Uh... This is throwing me off. Yeah. You're all messaging this to each other? <laughs> I guess. <Yay. laughs> Intensely. Ben sort of clears his throat and he's like, are you actually going to get me a drink? Or was that just a clever quip? We're not clever, Ben. Um, I think I'm pretty clever. Do we do we have to go up to the bar to order? There's some like, a, Or is there like a server here? Yeah, someone has to go up to the bar. Well, Finn, you're not currently holding on to him. Do you mind? Yeah, okay, sure. What's everyone want? Usual. Get him the cheapest thing available. All right. Really, it should taste like piss. Mella, you want to come? Drinks in here, drinks in Neftis are like in closed containers with straws because <laughs> that's how you drink things underwater. 
Cool. Finn gets drinks for everyone, um, and then comes back. So it'll be one water, one uh, the hardest grain alcohol you have, one lemonade. <laughs> uh, Mela, what do you want? Um, I'll just take a lemonade also, I guess. Uh, make that two lemonades. It seems unwise to be drinking right now when I'm in a situation that might turn into a fight. I'm still a little unclear. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of the vibe. You'll be okay. Sure. And then do you have any piss? <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is the ocean. They must. It's my friend. He's weird. The bartender uh, doesn't blink at this and just slides you the cheapest beer they have. <laughs> okay. I bring them all back. Cool. Um... Ben, in the meantime, is just sort of standing there, like, tapping his foot like he's got somewhere better to be. I'm sorry, are you are you supposed to be somewhere? Yeah. You interrupted me in the middle of walking. Obviously, I'm supposed to be somewhere. You were in the marketplace. It didn't look like you were going anywhere important. How could you possibly have known that from a quick glance and then chasing after me? Unless you've been trailing me for a while, in which case I'm impressed because I did not think that you were that stealthy. Hmm. Well, we are underwater, so the clanking is quieter. Mmm. Smart. You should consider sneaking up on people from underwater more often. I think it'd really add to your vibe, like a crocodile or something. Oh, I think about it a lot. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> he takes the beer, takes a sip, immediately, like, spits it out, which is gross underwater because it just kind of, like... Ew. And he, like, waves the current away. God, Ben. Seriously? It's the ocean. Yeah, it's everyone's ocean. I'm pissing right now. Reagan. What? Are you going to ask me anything relevant? Yeah, where is she? Where's who? Come on, be specific. You know how interrogations go. Your employer. <clears throat> uh, she is uh, on her ship. Truth. Just sitting right here above Neftis? Uh, it's not directly above Neftis. Why are you here in the Aberrant Sea? If it was a detour. An important detour. There were, I, like I said, there was an errand to run. I still don't know what what sort of game she's playing here. She's just Malachi, collecting- Malachi, ask him what the errand was! I don't, I don't think- Fine, will you just tell us what the errand is? Mmm, I prefer not to. Yeah, well, You know how it is. Confidentiality and all. That's alright, we can sit here all night. Sure, sure. Can I shocking grasp him in a subtle manner? Hey- Ooh, um, with a sleight of hand roll, you can. Finn is currently flipping through a rule book, seeing if there's an option to polymorph someone into a extremely talkative and truthful snail. <laughs> uh, only 11 sleight of hand. Okay, are you doing it anyway? Yeah, I don't really care if it's stealthy. I, I guess you have to. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll. Well, I guess you have to roll to hit as well. And Malachi will slam his water box down on the table to try and disguise the sound of the shocking grasp. And I say, I'll say you have advantage on the attack roll because of the situation. Because I'm already actively touching him. Mm -hmm. uh, that is going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Okay, hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, total of 11. Okay. You shock and grasp him. You see he, like, clenches his teeth, um, but does not, like... Right, like, he, he doesn't scream, despite his, like, essential threats that, like, you know, if you turn this into a fight, it's going to be bad. Um, he just sort of quietly goes, how? Um, okay, what? Listen, we're not here to hurt you, I guess. Is Reagan aware of that? You're fine. You're fine. 
He's not aware of much. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> is this water for me or is this grain alcohol for me? The grain alcohol. Water was from Alakai. Oh, thank you. That's mine. Yes. I wipe away Reagan's spit from my straw. Sorry. They're both clear. Um, <laughs> I wipe it on Ben's tunic. <laughs> so here's the thing. When, when we parted ways, I know you were... Mm-hmm. A snail and then unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> but the adventurer seemed to imply that we weren't inherently at odds. Care to explain how that works when she actively tried to kill us? Yeah. Actually, that this is a question that I can just answer. Great. Um, <laughs> the adventurer has been entirely forthright about her desire to take down lithios and to stop their spread across the ocean from what i understood well i don't know if entirely forthright from what i understood that was your uh purpose as well seems like she had a broader purpose than that though you guys are loose cannons i'm not sure if you know that but you are um me (laughs) the (laughs) yes the adventurer made a calculated decision uh that you were too much of loose cannons to work with and that you would be less dangerous um, either out of the equation. Sorry, I I know it's not pretty, but I'm trying to be forthright. Right, after we fulfilled her her requests. Exactly. Uh, Either out of the equation entirely or working on your own as loose cannons rather than working directly with her. She couldn't have someone who at any moment could turn on her within her ranks. But why would she assume we could turn on her? What would make us do that? You didn't seem to be, uh... You said her goal was just to stop Lithios. That's not true. Her goal is to stop Lithios, but when you take... But not just. But when you take down an empire, something's gotta take its place. A vampire. And you agree that she's suited to that, or you're just waiting around to get the copyright? Um, Mel can make an insight check for me. (laughs) 23. Okay. He looks, uh, there's a flicker of him looking like almost impressed with you, like almost like a good job thinking of that sort of thing, which feels condescending. Um, but that is like, he is kind of like, uh, okay. Um, maybe Malachi's a little bit quicker on the uptake than I thought he was is the essentially like (laughs) look that you see on his face. Um, and he, he shrugs a little bit and he says, I'm thinking, I prefer to think long-term. Um, do you, Malachi Kassir, have a long-term plan for, like, I mean, are you trying to tear this whole empire up by the roots? I'm not answering your questions. Okay, consider it rhetorical, then. Food for thought. I don't need your food. The adventurer is smart and capable and wants to uh, keep a handle on the... Uh, and has shown a notable disregard for anyone's aims or needs but her own. I don't know why you guys are trying to convince me. Unless, I guess, maybe, you know, food. We're both giving each other food for thought here, I guess. I I don't want your food, Ben. Okay, and I don't want yours either. Obviously, I've chosen my side. Could we actually get some pretzels, though? Oh, please, God, yes. (laughs) Ben, do you have any money? The, the bartender slides some pretzels over to you. I lock eyes with Ben. The more salt, the better. <laughs> um, I've chosen my side. And where's that going to get you? Famous? Rich? Are you sure? 
he shrugs and he's kind of like, I, uh, I mean, are any of us sure of anything? Well, I mean... Many things, yes. I could die right now, or... Oh, you definitely could die, but mm-hmm. I don't know what purpose you're going to serve after you've written her story. Well, I get to keep telling the story. And then I'm the one who told it. Why? If you've already spread it out, then what use are you? Well, I mean, it's not like we have the internet in this world. The what? I don't know. (laughs) But that's how bards work, right? You tell a story, someone picks it up, and it spreads. Yeah. And then that story lives forever. Uh... So you just don't care about what happens after. (laughs) I see. Um, 23 Insight Malachi, he is not... Like, he cares very much what happens after, but the way that he talks about, like, the story spreads, I think the 23 is enough to give you a sense that, of course, he cares what happens after, but that you and he are talking about very different things when you say that. Okay. Mm. Are we, are we, like, in a booth, or what's the situation here? Um, I'm picturing you kind of, like, standing against the wall. Okay. Like, you got into this bar, you went off to the side, and you sort of, like, shoved him against the wall, and the rest of you are sort of standing there with your shoulders, like, making a buffer to keep anyone from telling exactly what's happening. I was gonna let go of him if he was, like, on the inside of the booth, so he couldn't slide out, but... He's kind of, like, he's cornered between all of you, but you're just Mm. standing... I don't think there's, like, a free table in this bar. Yeah, okay. That tracks. Uh, two things. One, during this conversation, I've telepathically instructed Nerd Crab to be sort of lurking on the wall behind Ben. Okay. Ready to hinder if necessary. Nice. And two, I look at him and I'm like, you know, there's other stuff you could do a story about. Like, remember when you said you were going to write a song about me? And as far as I'm aware, you didn't? I do still intend to write a song about you. Yeah. You could write a, a really good song, a really famous song about the heroes who destroyed a wicked pretender to divinity and saved the world from her. Uh-huh. I could. Yeah. And their friend the bard who was only pretending to serve the wicked pretender the whole time as far as anyone's concerned, right? <sighs> Finn, for a second it it like looks like he might say something, but then he just sort of presses his lips together. Malachi's deep in thought for a minute. He sort of like looks at Ben and like lets go of his wrist and is like, I'm cool. Does she does she have a plan beyond becoming a god? <sighs> sort of. How is To be quite honest with you, I don't entirely know. So you're really just in it for the story, because that doesn't sound like she knows anything more that's going to happen afterwards than we would. I gotta say, when I got pulled in here for an interrogation, I didn't expect to be grilled on my own internal motives. Really thought you were gonna ask, like, logistical questions. Oh, we're getting there. Don't worry. We've got all night. Like, Frankly, I'd be a lot more comfortable with those. Well, this is what I want to know. <laughs> what was your mother like, Ben? <laughs> Tell us about her. Pretty absent, honestly. What was your mother like? Hmm. Pretty nice. Hmm. Well, one of them, I don't know. But the other one, great. Oh, where's the other one? Oh. Oh. Down here somewhere. What? I don't know. Down here? Malachi, we saw her on a ship. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Listen, I just... I'm just trying to understand why she has so many followers. I mean, you met her. She talks 
She talks a big game and then never backs it up. She can... she backs it up. What is it with you two? Why do you care so much? I spent a long time looking for someone who... You grow up and you hear all these stories about the gods and you... uh, You wonder what they're like before. Don't you? I mean, especially the ones who become gods, you know? Like, do you ever imagine what, what it must have been like for the people who hung out with Avandra before she was the goddess of luck back when she was just an adventurer? Have you met any actual gods, Ben? No. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, this guy hasn't even met any gods. Wow, awkward. Well, I mean, I guess I've sort of met one now, but the it's a transitional period. No. That's I wouldn't call myself a god at this point. I don't know. And not what I meant. Um, but when you you get a chance to meet someone who really seems like they can do it, who really seems like they can, you know, look at divinity and grasp it and make it their own. How do you not want to follow someone like that? So you're attracted to power? Yeah, if that's the way you want to boil it down to. I mean, I don't know what other way you can... Malachi, that does it. that's not the way he thinks of it when he says it, but he is being breezy. Yeah. The axe pings that as a lie, basically. He doesn't think of it that way. Well, I don't know what else it is about that that's so enticing. Is it just the part of being something great? I'm getting the sense that this might be one of those things where you and I just don't see eye to eye. Because you're short. Yeah. Well, I frankly... Yeah, I am, you see like Ida Peck on Malachi. I am pretty average height. You all are freakishly tall. All right, guys. Uh, new plan. I'm teaming up with Ben and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to sway you. I was. And I do appreciate that, Finn. I really do. Give it some thought. I don't give a shit either way. And I appreciate that too, frankly. But you really pissed me off. Yeah. Mela, you have any stance on swaying this guy? And I forget fairly easily. Yeah, I'll grant you that. But I do not fucking forgive. Oh, I have not forgiven anybody. Hmm. feel like you guys should maybe work on that. Absolutely not. Uh-huh. I'm not going to sway you. I'm just trying to figure out why you think that this will be good for the world. Because that's really the only problem that we have with this entire situation is... Not the only problem. That's... <laughs> yeah, so again, this is one of those situations where you and I don't see eye to eye. But what do you see? So you, uh, you know... The underlying underpins of that statement assumes that I make all my decisions based on what's going to be best for the world. You just see a better life for yourself? I mean, come on, Reagan, do you make all of your decisions based on what's going to be best for the world? Obviously not. Finn, what about you? Uh, well, if you consider the really long run, kinda. Uh-huh. You know, sea swallowing the land and all that. Ben shrugs at you, Malachi, and he goes, see, this is why you're a loose cannon. Anybody who's trying to balance the the needs and wants of every single person in the universe is going to make all kinds of insane choices that uh, someone who is trying to be a leader, you can't have two leaders like that, which was why you guys had to be cut loose. Oh, she told us we were welcome back anytime. Yeah, she did say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
you're welcome back in the sense that we could forge a temporary alliance. And I hope that if we end up on a battlefield where it's us and you guys and Lithios, you're not going to pick them. <laughs> okay, so you're selfish, and that's okay, I guess. No one can be selfless all the time. But, all right, I'm j I just wanted to confirm that you didn't see some grand goodness she was going to bring for everybody. This really is just she wants to do this for herself and you want to get your day in the sun. You're always so insistent on boiling things down to, to trying to boil down a whole person to exactly one line. But unfortunately, and he like looks down at his wrist where he's not wearing a watch and he goes, um, my ride is here. So um, this has been fun. Glad we got a chance to talk. Um, I will see you guys uh, later. No. Um, he does not cast a spell. I raise my hand. Yeah, he does not cast a spell, but he does disappear in a flash of light. However, I will say, if you guys want to try and, and do something before he does. I cast Polymorph. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> As I see, I can tell he's obviously doing a monologue that's leading to a dramatic disappearance. Uh -huh. So I'm ready to do it right before he vanishes. And I'm also maintaining a tight grip on him. So let's let's roll initiative mm. for this as he as he ramps up in his monologue. Let's roll initiative to see. And if he rolls too high, he's gonna cut himself off before the end of the monologue. But <laughs> Nat one on initiative that comes to a four. Mm. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I'm at a ten. So uh, I'm at a nineteen. Ooh. Nerdcrab got a nine. Yeah, you. You can go ahead and go first. Go ahead and cast, uh, you cast Polymorph. I make a wisdom saving throw, right? Yeah, I'm turning this guy into a snail. <laughs> yeah. His, his, his saves are bad. The adventure is going to beam a snail up onto her ship. Uh, yeah, he fails that. Um, so <laughs> he, he gets, uh, like a few words into his, uh, dramatic monologue that's clearly going to uh, end in him vanishing. Um, and then you cast Polymorph. He briefly, you see his expression falter and he starts to go, fuck. You know what? You're a snail now, all right? Um, as Reagan, he shrinks out of your grip and turns into a snail and then it's... Malachi catches him. A second later, you, you catch him, Malachi. A second later, there's a beam of light and the snail vanishes. Um, Who's derivative now? <laughs> The snail vanishes, um, and I think that's where we can end our session. Um, you guys standing in this bar. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for making you deal with uh, the most infuriating NPC again, but in my defense, uh, I should get to have fun too. That's literally a fact, <laughs> and you're so valid. <laughs> okay. Thank you so very much for listening. If you enjoyed that, which we certainly hope you did, you can find us other places on the internet. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Or you can sail on over to Patreon and find us there at patreon.com slash shipoffools. If you'd like to support our content, help us keep making it, and get access to some of our fun bonus content like Folio, our side campaign where Andy DMs us through a hijinks-filled Shakespearean world. Again, that's over at patreon.com slash shipoffools, so you can check it out. We have a few people we need to thank. Thank you, as always, to Theo Golden for our beautiful logo art. You can find him at tgoldenart on Instagram. And thank you to Lucas Mangold for our theme music. You can find him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com if you need any music, nautical or otherwise. And then we will be back with episode 60 on 
December 13th. And until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye! You know, Ta, I think we're going to get along just fine. Wow. She just said swimmingly. (laughs) Get his ass, Taylor. Fuck! (laughs) I'm taking that again. (laughs) You know, Ta, I think you and I are going to get along swimmingly. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wow. I'm delighted to hear that.